Welcome to The Living Room, a cozy place of candid conversation. We're a group of women in various ages and stages of life. Join us for thoughtful discussion with a side of humor. We chat about everything from parenting issues to life balance, what matters most, and how to make it happen in everyday life. Settle in just to listen or feel free to add your comments online at www.fromthelivingroom.com. And now, your hosts for today's show. Welcome to The Living Room. We're glad you're here. I'm your host today, Heather, and joining me is Nicole and Jody, Janet, Paige, and Michelle. And today we are talking about time, more time, needing more time, how to get more time, why we want more time. Any, it's, it's all about time, right? Jana, Jana titled this one for us, and it's about time. And so I just wanted to start off today with really just a very straightforward question. And that is, why in the world don't we feel like we have enough time? Because I have so much to do. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll start there. <laughs> I mean, there's I, just too I much have, to do. I have a really deep philosophical answer for that. Go Can for we it. go deep and philosophical for right sure. after that? Yeah. So I believe that um, that that we came from, um, that we're spiritual beings first living on this earth, having an earthly experience. And I believe that time is an earthly concept and that that's why we struggle with time so much because we are eternal creatures, eternal beings, Mm -hmm. and that we are very uncomfortable with the idea of time. That's hard for us. I totally agree. And that's why I explain a way that I (laughs) don't get time at all. going to say, I really love that idea because I, I feel it exactly the same. I think life is a timed test. And I think we intentionally from the universe do not have enough time so that we have to make choices mm. and we have to prioritize. And it's like the ACT. If, if we had enough time to answer all the questions, they wouldn't know how many questions we could answer. Yeah. Right? But if they get enough that we, it's impossible to finish then we have to choose and we have to prioritize what we deal with. And that's why I think we don't have enough time. Wait till we start talking about laundry. Like what do yeah. we yeah. do? <laughs> Full circle, right? I'll, I'll be light and say, okay, so I really did not embrace that. I have ADD until about a year ago. And my mm-hmm. doctor of 10 years was like jumping up and down when he's probably like, yes, thank you. Because this, you will feel so much better if you will just, recognize that you are ADD and we can help you. And I'm like, okay, great. Thank you. But I don't like time. It has never Mm -hmm. been my friend. I didn't know why. Now I have a lot of understanding, but I really thought that me seeking out time management systems and things was, you know, they don't work for my brain in the same way that they do someone else. Just that little bit of knowledge has helped me. But anytime we talk about time management or something, literally, I just go, oh, my gosh, because it, it is so against my nature. And now I can admit that whew, it's out there, but mm-hmm. and I, it doesn't solve anything other than to be acknowledging that it's hard for me to, to do time. It just it doesn't is. make sense in your head that yeah. way. No, right. Sure. I read a book that said creative people have no concept of time. I'm like, oh, well, that's well that right. explains it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it is really true. Yeah. If, I have if we to work very hard yeah. to do time. And yeah. uh, if it's something I'm passionate about or I love, oh, you know, I could spend hours and hours and hours. But um, it's interesting that I just didn't see, I, I saw it as a stereotype. I didn't feel the stereotype. And so 
but the time aspect of it really taught me that, wow, I'm so on the chart for that. that and my brain checks out. So it's really hard for me to, to say, yeah, let's figure out this time thing because I've been trying to figure it out for 49 years. <laughs> for a really long time. Okay, Paige, what do you think? Um, I'm just sitting here thinking, um, I totally agree with you. <laughs> time is such a tricky thing with everything that's been said. But also, I'm a big believer in the story we tell, tell ourselves. So what yeah. are we running through yes. our head every day? Mm-hmm. I don't have enough time to do this. I don't mm-hmm. have enough time to do that. I'm out of time. Oh, I'm terrible at time. I'm terrible at this. I'm terrible at that. But I really think if you can shift your mindset just a little bit or the verbal um, read running through whatever that's called, real running through your head, um, that can really help with you managing and allowing more into your life. So I know we're going to talk about a lot of awesome, great things, I'm sure, with time, and I need help with that. But just coming like going over your mindset on how you're talking to yourself is so important to keep in check. That's totally true. Yeah, for sure. I've experienced that. Well, and I think it's really important to recognize because I think especially as women, that is like the main reason why time is so tricky for us, right? Because we have all these pressures around us telling us what we should be doing with our time. Mm -hmm. And and it, it equates to our worth. And I think mm-hmm. that's the part that we don't necessarily recognize, but that's part of the story, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. My worth sure. is predicated yes, sure. so much on what I get done in that time and how well I do it and mm-hmm. how, you know, it's almost as though we get accolades and trophies and kudos. The more we can do, the more we can do all the time when really there, there's nothing that proves that just because your schedule is busier than mine, that you are better or of more worth mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. someone else. It's not predicated on that. Mm-hmm. And so I think really, you know, we hear that all the time, right? We hear from society that, you know, if you're not busy, well, then where's your worth? Because right. if you're of worth, you should be busy. Yeah. yeah. And so it gets really hard. It gets really hard to, to hear that all the time. And I think too, Michelle, like you said, there's a lot to do, but I think more, at least I would guess for us, there's a lot of good and it's kind of that feeling, so right? Much. Where it's like, yeah. there's so much good. And, and I want to do all the good, but I, I can't do all the good stuff. Mm-hmm. There's just too much good stuff. Yeah. And so you finally really come tricky. to that and you're like, oh, I do have to really choose between mm-hmm. good and good and, yeah. and say this one is better or this isn't the right time for this. And But it's true. Yeah. And, and some of the hardest things. choices are between the two good really things. Really good things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that's not just for us, but I know the struggle for us, for my family is more on the family level as much as it is on a personal level where it's how many things are our kids involved in? What does time look like on a family calendar? And where do we make time for each other? And there's just a lot of good things, a lot of good Mm -hmm. things going on all the time. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if we go a step further, why do we want more time? Quality of life and experience to really have that sense of purpose and meaning. That's what it is for me. Okay. I mean, I want to know that it matters, um, that I was here and, but I don't want it to be because I did things, but because I used my time wisely. Did I just contradict myself? Okay. Help me. <laughs> A little bit. It's okay. <laughs> we know about the ADD now. There we go. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I want more time, but um, I just want better time. I can't mm, say this in the way that good. I need to say this, but sure you can. You said, <laughs> thanks for your faith. You <laughs> said, why do we want more time? But when I think about my life and my schedule, see, and I'm, I'm definitely a planner scheduler. I've got my time blocks. I do all those things and sometimes better than others. So, um, I don't do it all the time and it's a work in progress for me about what works and what doesn't, but it's not that I want more time. I just want to use the time that I have better. And I acknowledge that sometimes I don't. 
And sometimes I'm wasting my time on social media or wasting my time doing something else. But I also think that our brains need downtime too. So it's not like you have to be go, go, go. But just that I acknowledge the time that I spend, I want it to matter. And I don't want to go to the end of every day and say, oh, I should have done something different with that. Sure, sure. Nicole. Okay, so then, and I'm asking this maybe because I'm thinking the same thing. Do you feel that way because it it elicits guilt? Is it it like guilt driven? Do you think like that's my guilt script runs pretty much 24 (laughs) seven anyway about anything that happens. I don't know that it's guilt. Cause I remember, um, being a new mom and having these big long list of things I was going to do. Cause it was the first time ever I had stayed home and I didn't have a job. Yeah. And my husband would come home and say, what'd you do? And I was like, Oh, I don't know. My day was not my own. Mm-hmm. And I remember one day coming to the realization that no, it was. It was the exact my day. It's exactly right. And that everything is about choices. That if I'm not going to drop everything for the neighbor down the street who needs something, then I need to say no, or I need to acknowledge that that was where I was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Or And so I've gotten a lot better about not feeling guilty about the way that I spend my time, but still acknowledging that there are ways that I can improve the time that I spend, but I would like it if no one else, if everyone else had to sleep, but I didn't. Uh huh. <laughs> you know how much I could get done? So night? much. I got yeah, so much. Hey, I've tested true. that, and, and uh-huh. there, there are. Uh, you can go a good amount of time. Yes, and uh-huh. have that time to yourself. Or eventually, you, you die. Yeah. <laughs> But in no way, you can get a good couple days in. Yes. <laughs> I've tried. If I, like, what if we just had oh. one night, one day a month, where we could just push the button and not have to sleep? That would be and fantastic. Be so great. Okay. I, I would like do that. <laughs> so, so there's something interesting, too, and this is like a tangent, but you mentioned guilt. Yeah. And, and I think we feel a lot of that, but I'd love to entertain a slightly different, uh, you know, thought process with it, because essentially what you're asking her if she, is if she feels shame. Right. Right. Because shame is the place where it's about us. Yeah. Like you're a bad mom. You're a bad mm-hmm. wife. I'm not good at, at, at being this or being that. That's shame. Yeah. Okay. Totally guilt. Okay. Guilt, yeah. guilt yeah. is about behavior. And mm-hmm. what's really cool is you just described that because when guilt is about behavior, guilt is actually really good mm-hmm. because guilt leads us to make changes. Positive right. changes. Right. And so there's a big difference there. Right. And yeah. so. I think when it comes to time, it's really important. Again, the story we tell ourselves to recognize, am I telling myself a shame story, which is this is affecting my worth, or do I just feel guilty because I spent two hours, I don't like the behavior of two hours on Facebook or Netflix, Mm -hmm. and so you know what, tomorrow, I'm only going to spend an hour instead of two, and I'm going to make a change, or whatever it is, right? There's a huge difference, and and guilt is awesome. Why? Because it, it, it pushes us to want to make that change. Shame though. Shame, shame brings out more of the things we don't like. Shame makes us again, waste more time, do less, feel worse about ourselves. And so yes. I, I love that you bring up that guilt because there's, there's a yeah. big difference there. And I think as women, especially when, if we are juggling kind of a home and a work, all those things, we have to deal with shame all the time. If we're not really careful about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm that mom. Right. You know what I mean? Like I'm that mom that goes to drops my kids off in my pajamas. I'm also that mom oh, yeah. who forgets about deadlines at school. And then my kids go to school with things that are not done. Like, like mm-hmm. that, cause that's exactly what it is. And that makes me feel super busy because when I travel for work and I'm gone, my whole schedule goes out the window. And then mm-hmm. when I come home, I have to re get back into it or something is forgotten. And so I think I feel, I don't feel guilt. I feel shame right. because mm-hmm. I, because people also look to me to expect me to have all my ducks in a row. Right. And I'm the first one to say, listen, I'm a hot mess. Like, I might have some things figured out, but I am under no illusions that I'm doing it perfectly. But I think that I think that other people expect that I'm doing it perfectly. And so that's why I worry about it. Yeah, okay, right. I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. 
I have learned all that I need to learn. You <laughs> Heather, you explained the My guilt job, shame. We're done. Yeah. So well. It's pretty yeah. interesting, right? I and, love yeah, it. Yeah, it's and, true. And guilt, great. And there's so much research done, which is pretty powerful because guilt, good, shame, bad. And that's kind of how it works. And that's why we have a therapist yeah. on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I've had these concepts for years and never have I learned as much as I just did. We're done. We're done. Let's all go get something to drink. Yeah. <laughs> look at all the time we just Yeah, look at the time we just time. But then we have to deal with the shame if we're going early. No, no, okay. no, the guilt. The, the guilt. behavior. Rhythm. Yes, behavior. So okay. can you imagine men sitting around, though, going, oh my gosh, I spent so much time doing X, Y, no. and Z. They don't think that way. No. At least the men in my life don't. My husband is very good at using his time according to my judgment he's he just knows how to discipline himself in every aspect and use his time to get what he wants out of life and and that's i will say it i do feel shame because sometimes it is so hard for me to stay so disciplined i want to go have fun and um Mm. and i have to be okay with that part of me and that's part of my acceptance too that has come if any of you are listening that sit there and say you know gosh I I don't know how to do everything every single day but she can do it right (laughs) maybe you're like me who I can on Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday but if you come on Monday or Tuesday Mm -hmm. you're gonna think all hell has broken loose because I decided to go skiing or I decided to go you know help someone down the road paint their house or so I I love to look at my husband as an example but I realize I'm not wired like he is so I respect Mm -hmm. the way that Mm -hmm. he's wired but I'm kinder to myself now that I understand myself better to say I've got to learn how to live in my skin and find those time management skills and tools that will work for me and and do the best that I can with them because I do believe they exist and I have not tapped into them yet you know sure well and I think with men too their brains aren't programmed to feel shame the same way and so like That's my husband, my husband just... makes decisions and he makes decisions yeah. and he's like, if it means I'm going to sit here for 10 minutes, I'm going to sit yeah. and I sit there for 10 minutes and it's, well, surely I can't be sitting here because if I sit here, then I'm not a good mom because there's laundry to be done and there's right. this to be done. And yeah. I could be instead of just, Oh my goodness, sit yes. for 10 minutes and yes. stare at nothing and own it. I like, know. Great. And so yeah. men, their brains don't necessarily connect with shame that way. They're much better at owning. Yeah those types of choices, right? Okay. So we know we want more. So here's the next question. We want more. So how do we become intentional when we have it? Because like you said, Michelle, I want more time, not necessarily more time. I just want to do different things when I have the time. And I'm a firm believer that even the word intentionality changes how we look at everything. And so whether I have 10 minutes or 10 days, how can I be more intentional about those 10 minutes or those 10 days. And so what does that look like? Mm-hmm. So for me, it is being intentional with what my goals are and my roles. And it's also matching that with my time. So if I can spend a few minutes before a new month and say, okay, what are my big goals for this month? Not just professionally, but what are my goals with my family? And what are my goals for myself? And what are the things that I want to accomplish? And then if I look at my schedule, I can accomplish all those things. And I can block out a day for skiing or my current obsession, which is attending lots and lots of movies on my movie pass. (laughs) I can block out time for those things. And then I don't feel like I am, but I'm being intentional. I'm scheduling time with my kids and scheduling time with my husband and making sure we have date night and making sure the things for my business are in place. And so... 
for me, it has to be the marrying of what my goals are and where my time is and that I'm blocking out time to work on each of those things rather than I don't work on a to-do list. I work on a time. So I block out the time to get the things done. And so that is what works for me. But I know that for some of my clients that cannot possibly that doesn't work. work. So what do you, let's say you blocked out two hours. This is a side note. What if you blocked out two hours to do something, but you got it done in 25 minutes? Oh, oh I, then I can watch something. Then you can. So yeah. then that's like free time to you. Totally free. Okay. I mean, <laughs> so what if you blocked out two hours, but you needed four? <laughs> well, then I'll schedule some more time. Okay. Another time. So you stop. Yes. And then you pick it back yes. up at a you different time. Yes. And that's how you manage it. The same way is, is like, let's say a friend calls me and says, hey, can you meet together tomorrow at two? Because I'm in town and I was supposed to get my videos done. Well, I can do that because I can move my video time. Mm-hmm. So I, but I, I tell my clients that, you know what, if you're like, if you're working on your marketing, for example, and you're scheduling that into your week, if something else comes up, that's fine. Just move that time to somewhere else so that you still make it happen, but you're mm-hmm. not letting it go because you sh- should be able to have enough flexibility in your schedule. I don't schedule all 40 work week hours in my work week to shift. I make sure that there's space and time in there for breathing, for space, for whatever else needs to come in place. To be intentional for yeah. sure. I love, okay, Paige. I love that principle. It's new to my life. I just <laughs> learned time blocking. I'm a little bit more like Jody, where it's like, I'm all over the map and I have lots of things on my mind. And if fun is calling, I'll pick fun over anything else. <laughs> Darn that but fun. I'm, I'm, I love yeah, the loudest stuff. Yeah. I, it's so true. I love the principle of time blocking because I'm present in that moment, which allows me to get it done more efficiently efficiently. Mm-hmm. I don't know why my yeah. mouth is struggling, but I just love the idea of being present for work. I work from home and I run my own business and that's so hard with kids and life and everything else. Mm-hmm. And so time blocking is super important in my life. Yeah. Right. To be intentional yes. for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's switch gears just a little bit. We went deep really fast. So let's lighten up a little bit. I would love to hear some of the things you do to make time or save, however you want to look at it, whether it's making time or saving time or, or collecting time to put towards those things you want. Because I think the key in all of this is a decision we have to make for where we actually want time to be spent. Because if my family is my priority, then I'm going to make or find a way to spend time with them doing those things. If it's work, then I'm going to figure out, you know, we're going to figure out whatever we need according to what we feel is most important to us. So what are some of the things that you do every day? We've got time blocking kind of on like a master plan, Mm -hmm. but kind of those smaller things that you're doing to run through kind of the things that don't matter as much so that you can spend time with what does matter as much or more, right? What do those things look like? Well, this is probably regressing a little bit, but, and it may go back to what we were just talking about. I think it's really important that, that we own the decisions that we make based around time. For sure. So one of the things that I always like to tell clients that I work with, like if you, if you get nothing else out of this podcast today, never again say, I'm sorry, I can't, I don't have time or I ran out of time because that's not the truth. Mm -hmm. We all have the same amount of time each day. It's just, you chose to not do that. That was not what was most important to you. And I think if we can just have that respect and if we own our own time, then that helps us make those decisions of separating where we want to spend that time. If we first just realize this isn't time's fault that dinner isn't ready on time, right? Mm-hmm. it's mine because I binged watched that episode of 
white collar, right? So it's we have to own it first. But it's so much easier to blame. Time I know, but you can't because it's so relevant. <laughs> I know it's not time's fault. We are the ones that are in control. So if we can take that ownership, mm-hmm. then even on the bad, ugly days where everything's out of control, you at least probably filled your your personal need cup and took care of all those things at mental health day, even if nothing else got done. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and blame gets tricky, right? As mm-hmm. you throw that in, because mm-hmm. blame's just feeling uncomfortable and not being willing to accept it. So you got to put it on someone else. Yeah. yeah. And so all of a sudden I get uncomfortable because I'm sitting there and everyone's hungry and dinner's not ready. And it's like, and who's thought, well, surely I can't feel this because I don't like how this feels. Right. <laughs> so I'm going to make somebody else feel it. Yeah. But and really like it comes down to us. It always comes yeah. down to us. If our kids are going to eat or not. Or maybe we chill and it's like eat at six or seven thirty. Like, <laughs> So, so we're nine. We're not yeah. discussing like if we're going to kill them or not, no. but it's exactly right. Like we yeah. have to own it. It, it yeah. all comes back to us. I'm but, getting more and more comfortable in my skin to know, okay, so we have paper plate dinner nights, right? Amen. And then just say, okay, but I also have beautiful dishes and I have beautiful tablecloths and linen napkins. And I love that aspect. And I did naively think that I would be able to do linen napkins and, and every night could be a, you know, fresh flower night. And it would just, songbirds would be singing and, you know, Handel would be playing. And, and oh this was 20, you know, okay, I think going to laugh first. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. You're all holding it back. Who's going to start? I'll start. That's and it hilarious. Wasn't, and yeah. it wasn't because I was a perfectionist. It's because that is so joyful to me. So what I've had to do is go, I create that out of joy, but I can't have that every day. But on a Sunday, or maybe now it's really only once a month, but I create that. So I'm okay with having paper plates and paper napkins and things and saying, Hey, we got to live real life, you know, and shift things around. But those cutting corners to me don't make me less. Mm -hmm. And I think when we tie that into our self-worth saying, Oh, this is what I wanted. And I didn't get it. Really. I do get what I want. I get to use my pretty dishes. I get to entertain. I get to do those things. But the real life is also part of everyday life and it's it's kind of like putting your socks in all like you said when we were off off sure. line putting all your socks in one zip up and just throwing it all in there Brilliant. and everybody's saying here's your sock mm-hmm. bin that's what my kids do we and my husband doesn't do it he actually sharpie markers his socks saying dad <laughs> oh, and so so essentially but what you're saying is you saver. found a way to reframe your expectations there we go once yes. real life hits you Amen. you yes. have more reasonable expectations right. yeah. which is really we we all have to do that Jenna. Well, that's one of my biggest struggles. I think that I don't waste time. I have, um, we don't even have a TV. I have to be very intentional if I'm going to watch something. So what frustrates me is when things take longer than the amount of time that I've blocked out and suddenly this is late or whatever. And, you know, to be honest, I'll try and make up the difference by driving like Cruella DeVille. But, But that's not a good solution. But one thing that I've noticed that really, really helps, and the time blocking is brilliant, but I think the other thing that I have done that has been enormously powerful, and I wish I remembered to do it more, is to ask God to stretch the time for me. Because when when my stuff doesn't fit, it's really, really frustrating to me. And I start to feel incompetent and and just all those things. And I think that the times that I've asked, he has done that. Mm-hmm. And the time has stretched and I've been able to do everything that I needed to do. And I haven't yelled at anybody mm-hmm. and, and I didn't speed and run a, or yell right. Are you to or... a different God than I'm <laughs> praying to? <laughs> 
you know what? I do it when it's important. I and like I tell that. him why it's important to I me. I like that. And then, and then he comes through. Mm-hmm. Well, and to that, I would say my prayer, I've never asked God to stretch time for me, but I have asked God to help me see what's most important. Oh, I do that I, too. Yeah. I have, yeah, yeah. I have shown this list to mm-hmm. the Lord and yeah. said, here yeah. are the things that I need to do. And they're all important. Yeah. Yeah. Which one's most important today? What, yeah. Yeah. what do I need to do the most? Yeah. Who in my family needs me the most? Yeah. Which of my clients do I need to reach yeah. out to? Mm-hmm. And so I have shown all of my cards, yeah. not that he can't yeah, yeah, see yeah. them, yeah. but I've been like, here is my planner yeah. and I don't have enough time for all the things. Uh-huh. What do I need to let go of? And I am often surprised how sometimes, that, and I'm not, I shouldn't be surprised, but the things I thought were the most important were not. Yes. Yeah. But with that realization and with that prayer, mm-hmm. I am able to shift some things. And it's not always that your family is the most important because my family is the most important and he knows that. Mm-hmm. But in a day, if I have to provide for my family, that's important too. Mm-hmm. And so he can say, this is the thing I need you to do to grow your business. Or this is the thing I need you to do for a client. And that is a, that is the best way I stretch it's huge. Sometimes I feel like I'm just spinning, spinning, spinning. I've got so many things I don't know what to do first. And sometimes I will just ask him, okay, just give me the first step. I've got it from there. Just give me the first step. And he'll say, okay, yeah, just do this. Then I'm like, okay, I've got it. Good. Thank you. <laughs> I think the, it, the basic too principle is just less is more. And I don't know why it takes so long to be okay with that. But we may be in That's trying true. to figure Simplifying, all this yeah. out, but less, even less stuff to manage, you know, um, get, get it. all comes down to, you can't always take things off your to-do list to be able to take care of family and clients. But, but there are some things that we think that we have to do that we really don't. And we ask ourselves that question, you know, why am I doing this? Am I doing this for God? Am I doing this for my family? Am I doing this to make the neighbors think something? I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, I think that that is something that's a deep conversation for us that we can each have because there's, there's been times when something's been brought up to me where I've been tested and I felt that little uncomfortable and I've had to go, you know what, let, I need to let that go. Um, well, well, and I think sometimes too, to go along with that, it's not looking at it all and deciding what we have to get rid of. It's recognizing what we put on it in the first place and being more mindful there. Or that so, really so that we're not trapped go. at the end and it's like, shoot, we've got yeah. this giant calendar and it's all full of a million yeah. things. Right. Instead, it's, wait a second, I have to be much more comfortable or confident or intentional about what I wrote on my calendar in the first place. Like my yes. kids are so not they, involved in as many things as what they could be involved in. Sure. My last two, we we my first two were involved in more. All four of my children are wonderful. The first two, we probably went a little too crazy. So the reality is, is even something as to what you commit your children to, who says they have to do piano lessons. You don't want them to do piano lessons. You know, (laughs) I mean, why do they? My, My daughter loves to bake. I'm like, you know what? Take one dance class and come home every day after school and bake. You never get to federation, whatever, whatever that thing is. I'm okay with it. But maybe to someone else, that is their thing. Sure. And well, they and, need to do it. But and don't we all think have we to get in this, that. oh, well, I better do this because so-and-so says, Pinterest says, and nobody says but just you. And then we lose the stillness. And I don't want to lose the stillness. That's I have the thing. I don't want to lose the stillness. Well, and I think that I schedule that. There are some times where I'm like, right. okay, nothing is mm-hmm. happening here. Oh, I like yeah, that. Yeah. Too. yeah. I just have to do it at really too. kind of unfortunate hours sometimes. <laughs> The stillness, right? Uh And so I I love this discussion. I love that there's this place where, one, we all recognize that sometimes we're not as intentional as we wish we were. 
and that now we have some ways that we can go about doing that. And I think we've all kind of come to the consensus that it really does start with being very intentional or aware of why we we do what we do and where our goals and our priorities are. Uh, and I think, too, it's probably fair to mention that it's really okay to say no to things also mm-hmm. so that, again, we're, we are aware of, of what we're putting when and where and how so that we can be on top of those things. And I love this discussion. Thank you for all those comments. And thank you for joining us today. We always appreciate it and hope that you will jump on our social media channels and tell us more about not only how you manage time, but how you see it and and how you recognize its importance and its ability to shape your family and your relationships in your life. And until next time, we hope you'll give yourself, your family, your time, some living room. Thanks for coming to The Living Room. We hope you've enjoyed listening, laughing, and learning something new. Join us for our next show. And in the meantime, give yourself and those you love some living room.